This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Appetite of Tyranny by G. K. Chesterton Chapter 8 Letters to an Old Garibaldian Letter 3 My Dear The Prussianized German, of whatever blend of races he may be, has one quality which may perhaps be racially simple, but which is at any rate very plain. Chamberlain, the German philosopher or historian, I know not which to call him or how to call him either, remarks somewhere that purebred races possess fidelity. He instances the negro and the dog, and I suppose the German. Anyhow, it is true that there is a recognizable and real thing which might be called fidelity, or perhaps monotony, which exists in Germans in about the same style as in dogs and in blacks. The northern Teuton really has in this respect the simplicities of the savage and the lower animals, that he has no reactions. He does not laugh at himself, he does not want to kick himself, he does not, like most of us, repent, or occasionally even repent of repenting. He does not read his own works and find them much worse or much better than he had expected. He does not feel a faint, irrational sense of debauch after even divine pleasures of this life. Watch him at a German restaurant, and you will satisfy yourself that he does not. In short, both in the most scientific and in the most casual sense of the word, he does not know what it is to have a temper. He does not bend and fly back like steel. He sticks out like wood. In this he differs from any nation I have known, from your nation and mine, from the French, the Spaniards, the Scotch, the Welsh, and the Irish. Bad luck never braces him as it does us. Good luck never frightens him as it does us. It can be seen in what the French call chauvinism, and we call jingoism. For us it is a fireworks, for him it is daylight. On Mafeking night, celebrating a small but picturesque success against the Boers, nearly everybody in London came out waving little flags. Nearly everybody in London is now heartily ashamed of it. But it would never occur to the Prussians not to ride their high horses with the freshest insolence for the far-off victory of Sedan, though on that very anniversary the star of their fate had turned scornful in the sky, and von Kluck was in retreat from Paris. Above all, the Prussian does not feel annoyed, as I do, when foreigners praise his country, for all the wrong reasons. The Prussian will allow you to praise him for any reasons, for any length of time, for any eternity of folly. He is there to be praised. Probably he is proud of this. Probably he thinks he has a good digestion, because the poison of praise does not make him sick. He thinks the absence of such doubt or self-knowledge makes for composure, grandeur, a colossal calm, a superior race. In short, the whole claim of the Teutons to be the highest spiritual product of nature and evolution. 
but as i have noticed a calm unity even more complete not only in dogs and blacks but in slugs slow worms mango wurzels moss mud and bits of stone i am a skeptic about this test for the marshalling in rank of all the children of god now i point this out to you here for a very practical reason the prussian will never understand revolutions which are generally reactions he regards them not only with dislike but with a mysterious kind of pity throughout his confused popular histories there runs a strange suggestion that civic populations have failed hitherto and failed because they were always fighting the population of berlin does not fight or can't and therefore berlin will succeed where greece and rome have failed hitherto it is plain enough that berlin has succeeded in nothing except in bad copies of greece and rome and prussians would be wiser to discuss the details of the greek and roman past which we can follow rather than the details of their own future about which we are naturally not so well informed well every dome they build every pillar they put upright every pedestal for epitaph or panel for decoration every type of church catholic or protestant every kind of street large or small they have copied from the old pagan or catholic cities and those cities when they made those things were boiling with revolutions i remember a german professor saying to me i should have no scruple about extinguishing such republics as brazil venezuela bolivia nicaragua they are perpetually rioting for one thing or another i said i supposed he would have had no scruple in extinguishing athens rome florence and paris for they were always rioting for one thing or another his reply indicated i thought that he felt about caesar or rienzi very much as the scotch presbyterian minister felt about christ when he was reminded of the corn plucking on the sabbath and said we'll i dinna think the better of him in other words he was quite positive like all his countrymen that he could impose a sort of pax germanica which would satisfy all the needs of order and of freedom forever leaving no need for revolutions or reactions i am myself of a different opinion when i was a child when the toy trade of germany had begun to flood this country there was a priggish british couplet engraven on the minds of governesses which ran what the german children delight to make the english children delight to break i can answer for the delight of the english children a just and godlike delight i am not so sure about the delight of the german children when they were caught in the infernal wheels of the modern civilization of factories but for the present i am only concerned to say that i do not accept this line of historical division i do not think history supports the view that those who could break things could not make them this is the least intrusive approach by which i can touch on a topic that must of necessity be a delicate one yet which may well be a difficulty among latins like yourself against this preposterous prussian upstart we have not only to protect our unity we have even to protect our quarrels and the deepest of the reactions or revolts of which i have spoken is the quarrel which very tragically as i think has for some hundred years cloven the christian from the liberal ideal 
it would ill become me in whose country there is neither such clear doctrine nor such combative democracy to suppose it can be easy for any of you to close up such sacred wounds there must still be catholics who feel they can never forgive of jacobin there must still be old republicans who feel that they could never endure a priest and yet there is something the mere sight of which should lock them both in an instant alliance they have only to look northward and hold the third thing which thinks itself superior to either the enormous turnip face of c type la as the french say who conceives that he can make them both like himself and yet remain superior to both i implore you to keep out of the hands of this fool the quarrel of the great saints and of the great blasphemers he will do to religion what he will do to art mix up all the colors on your palette into the color of mud and then say that only the purified eyes of teutons can see that it is pure white the other day the director of museums in berlin was said to be setting about the creation of a new kind of art german art philosophers and men of science were at the same time directed to meet round the table and found a new religion german religion how can such people appreciate art how can they appreciate religion nay how can they appreciate irreligion how does one invent a message how does one create a creator is it not the plain meaning of the gospel that it is good news and is it not the plain meaning of good news that it must come from outside oneself otherwise i could make myself happy this moment by inventing an enormous victory in flanders and i suppose now i come to think of it that the germans do by the fullness of your faith and even the fullness of your despair you that remember rome have earned a right to prevent all our quarrels being quenched in such cold water from the north but it is not too much to say that neither religion at its worst nor republicanism at its worst ever offered the coarse insult to all mankind that is offered by this new and nakedly universal monarchy there has always been something common to civilized men whether they called it being merely a citizen or being merely a sinner there has always been something which your ancestors called verecundia which is at once humility and dignity whatever our faults we do not do exactly as the prussians do we do not bellow day and night to draw attention to our own stern silence we do not praise ourselves solely because nobody else will praise us i for one say at the end of these letters as i said at the beginning that in these international matters i have often differed from my countrymen i have often differed from myself i shall not claim the completeness of this silly creature we discuss i shall not answer his boasts with boasts but with blows my front door is beaten in and broken down suddenly i see nothing outside except a sort of smiling straw-haired commercial traveller with a notebook open who says excuse me i am a faultless being i have persuaded poland i can count on my respectful allies in alsace i am simply loved in lorraine qua regio in terrace 
what place is there on earth where the name of prussia is not the signal for hopeful prayers and joyful dances i am that german who has civilized belgium and delicately trimmed the frontiers of denmark and i may tell you with the fullness of conviction that i have never failed and shall never fail in anything permit me therefore to bless your house by the passage of my beautiful boots that i may burgle the house next door and then something european that is prouder than pride will rise up in me and i shall answer i am that englishman who has tortured ireland who has been tortured by south africa who knows all his mistakes who is heavy with all his sins and he tells you faultless being with a truth as deep as his own guilt and as deathless as his own remembrance that you shall not pass this way the end of the appetite of tyranny